Uh, I'm here with WWE Hall of Famer Medusa. Medusa, how are you? I am good. So we're going to back up a few steps, dude. So you called me and said, hey, this is Raj. Uh, is this Medusa or Debbie or Deborah? Uh, what do I call you? And you were so polite and nice. And I said, Deuce is good. Medusa is good. And then I asked you, is this is your interview? WFO? And you go, no, it's wrestling ink, whatever. And I'm like, no, dude, is it YFO? I mean, no, it's wrestling. I said, no, is it wide fucking open? Can I drop anything I want? You're like, yeah. So here we are. Yes, it's M-A-D-U-S-A, made in the USA, baby. Yes, awesome. And here it is. And you have lots of questions for me, I guess. Some, Some I'll answer, some I won't. Some I'll just bitch slap you a little bit, but... You know, that's what we do. There we'll, we go. We'll just slap well, each other a little bit. Yeah, I bet you are. I mean, no, bitch slap by don't. Medusa. That's, uh, that's been on my bucket list, so that'll be <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. So, okay, go ahead. Sure. Hit me, so, hit me with your best shot. So, all right, let's, let's, go. So, let's go way back. Were you, a, were you a wrestling fan growing up? Oh, my God, way back. Let's see. Um, let's see. When did I start? 80, I was training, what, 83? I guess, um, probably before you were born. <laughs> not, and, uh, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Oh, okay. Um, okay, when were you born? I was 75. I'm 40. Oh, okay. I'm oh, 41. you're just still a baby yet. Okay, so um, 83 um, started. No, I mean, well, okay. So I saw wrestling. I, you know, I, I have seen, I, I did see it before, prior, but I was just, put myself through school and nursing and I was going to be a nurse and I wasn't really watching wrestling and no, it wasn't a goal of mine back then. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. And, um, when I was approached, I was approached by some dude that is, became an amazing friend, an awesome guy. And I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at today in, um, Beaumont, Texas, sitting in the, uh, Hilton and just had some, crawfish and talking to you but anyway so uh i would say uh he introduced me to wrestling and um he was dating a girlfriend of mine and he was a hollywood stunt coordinator and he uh said you know what you'd be good in the entertainment business and i thought dude i'm i'm, I'm right here so is my girlfriend you're hitting on me what a dirtbag <laughs> he goes no really i i um, really think you'd be in the entertainment business and I looked at him and said I don't I'm not a stripper dude I don't do polls and no no not that I'm like okay so you said stuntman okay I can be a stunt woman I'm a big jock and gymnast and you know god this is great I get to go to Hollywood yeah he said no pro wrestling I went are you freaking kidding me (laughs) those guys that sit there and spit and scream on TV uh fuck no no way dude so he kept bugging me bugging me for weeks and months and finally i went down to this place and there's a bunch of brutally hairy men sweaty with just a few mats like gym mats back in the day they were really like what an inch thick the blue thick plastic thingies that you threw people on and um, there they were just throwing people around smelly sweaty stinky in this freaking 50 by 50 room and, and I'm sitting there watching this going I looked at the guy I said I can do this and I'm thinking I can throw a little bit of my gymnastics in there and I'm going to throw a little sex in there Sexism, not sex. Let's just clear. Let's just get that shit right out of there. <laughs> and um, yeah, 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 yeah. What? And um, there it is, history. 
boom, and here I am. Right. And then I never looked back. I quit my nursing. I jumped into wrestling and wrestled for three years and got $5 and said, what the, what the frick am I? I had to come to Jesus talk with myself and say, what the fuck am I doing? Right, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, oh, it gets so deep. But anyway, so yeah. So yeah, that's you... one of your questions in a very long diatribe. That's awesome. But you, yeah, you had mentioned that uh, you were homeless right before you signed with the WWF, even oh, though you had dude. been in wrestling for three years. I was homeless there after I lost everything. It's later on in life and a big story there that, um, yeah, I mean, I did. I lost everything at one time. Well, actually, there was two bad times, but the one time I was really bad. I mean, I depleted my savings. I was living in my car. Then they came and repossessed my car. And, yeah, I didn't have jack shit, man. I was, but I was determined. I was always a innovator, you know, a motivator. I always found solutions. And I wasn't even in the military. I was like, man, I would have been a great freaking, um, just, I would have been good in the military. But I just don't know where that adapted because I didn't have any brothers or sisters. I never had a father. My mother was. You know, she did the best she could, and I just, we didn't have a relationship, and it was, man, I should have been dead years ago, just, you know, by decisions that normally anybody would have taken, you know, down the wrong path, and I just didn't, dude. I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have any, nothing. You know, the only thing savior I had halfway decent growing up was my, well, she's still alive today, and she just hung up her Harley, and uh, she's a 94-year-old granny kicking ass. Yeah. Was my grandmother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the last time you were homeless was that? The, I mean, when you said this two, two times, was the second time right before you signed with WWF as Alundra? No, no, no. I wasn't homeless twice. I was. I had two bad moments. Oh, really gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You know, just that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, how hard was it for? Was it? Was that just wrestling in the eighties that didn't make much money, or was it just really hard for women uh, during that time? Well, it. Well, just all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know how else to say, you know, I, without saying like, oh, poor me, you know, I was back, you know, after the, I was after the golden era, but yet I call it the lost era mm-hmm. um, because it was just so lost back then. That era of women's wrestling was like so hard to, to grasp it. And it was just on hiatus and change before I came really storming in. And yeah, I don't, God, dude, I don't know. It was just. It was a horrific time. It was very hard, but I just kept pushing through. I just kept saying, I know there's good. I'm going to change women's wrestling. I see this. It was it was this before me, you know, when it first started. Then it was this, and it evolved, and Mula did, you know, was trying to do her best and with all the other women, which there's a lot of stories there. And, uh, and then it went into, you know, the next era, which was fabulous, when it went into the you know, WWF started blasting with uh, Sherry Martell and Elizabeth and Wendy Richter, mm-hmm. and then me, and then the last era. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of poof, gone, and yeah. Yeah, that, that was, it's, it's some wild eras when you think about it, like just the, the peaks and valleys. Cool, yeah, it really is. And you can take like a few out of each era that really stick out. And for whatever they did, good, bad, or indifferent, it made a mark. Mm -hmm. And for what the reasonings was is what I, why I like to look at it. You know, when I was there, when I got hired, you know, first what I started independence and then independence, what, you know, independence to AWA to Japan, 
Japan to what was it WCW first and then to WWE? I, I don't even remember. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, I don't even right. know my own. I don't even know my own story. I'll have to read my own book again. <laughs> and uh, and then <laughs> and then um, yeah. God. Anyway, what was your question again? <laughs> oh, what did you just say? So, uh, so I guess I'm thinking uh, now. I don't know what the hell. Right. When WWF did sign, you know, when you you did sign with WWF, um, they didn't really have a, a women's division. It had been gone for a few no. years. And no, uh, were you complete. were you nervous at all about that? No, if it wasn't for Greg the Hammer Valentine, I would have never. I shouldn't say never. I probably would have because I am a determined girl. But he, had, you know, he's good friends with Patterson, and um, he said, "Deuce, I got to do this for. I mean, I got to give Patterson a call because you're just, you know, that's what they need because I guess it was the title and women. Everything was sitting dormant for a long time, right? Almost ten years, the title or something, and it was um, like I'm giving Patterson a call and just tell him, look, they just need to look. Yeah, I don't. I said, look, I don't want your help. I've never had any help. I don't want it. He goes, just let me make a call. And he goes, you're you're either going to make it or break it or fail or whatever. So it's up to you. I'm like, okay, then I'll, okay, fine, do it, you know, whatever. Sure enough, you know, they took a look. They're like, whoa. Um, they flew me in. I met. It was amazing. And then I was hired. And then we did the tournament and we did the, you know, the, and then all of a sudden it was like, man, I got to bring in my style. It's different. It's I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to change women's wrestling to the next revolution and make a new revolution, you know? Yeah. And I was, I was really, I was a very strong person mind wise. And I was, I was very gender defending and it was very about equality and making a statement. I was so sick. I was so damn pissed when I got in and I, you know, I did my diligence and said, you know, this is bullshit, man. Why is it? And I got pictures still in old cards. You know, so and so, let's say Macho Man against Hogan, and so and so against so and so, and um, woman's match. Mm-hmm. Dude, I came from an era where I was just called woman's match. So, <laughs> and now it's that shit ain't gonna fly. You know, now yeah. you're demanding I want three matches on one card, and I want to be main event. Yeah. You know, right. So there's a big evolution, big change, and I just I had it when I went. I said, nope. I start. I want to start being on cards. I want my name. I want, you know, I want second billing. I want to be. I want. I want to have a match. You know, here this, that, and that. And finally, man, I came in and I put that Japanese twist in my American, and they're like, whoa. And so all of a sudden, the guys are like, I ain't following her. I ain't. Do, we're not doing. We're not following Bull Nakano and Medusa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or a Lunder, or, or a Lunder Blaze. You know, and so at that time, I was starting to make a change, and it was, it was, I was making a difference. And you know, when you're second billing, all of a sudden, you got the first, first man, you got the main event, and all of a sudden, there's a Lunder Blaze and Bull Nakano, and then below me is the Undertaker and someone else. Right. You know damn well you made your mark, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you were, you were kind. Of, I mean, obviously, you're. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what, what, why is that word escaping my head? The path, uh, you know, you you, uh, you were like the first uh, athletic um, women's wrestling well, WWF of the of the modern era. You know, uh, you know, like I wasn't. Well, I was changing it from that to the modern era. That's what I was trying to do, getting away from all that. And um, I just, you know what, we can. Boy, let me tell you though. When Sherry was there and I was coming in again because I, she was at AWA and I came in there and nipped at her heels, she was pissed. Yeah. And um, we had some, you know, hellacious 
I mean, oh, there's so many great stories about Sherry, dude. Oh, my God, and I. It's just hilarious. It's awesome. Did, did Vince uh, talk to you personally when, when they had to let you go? No, sir, they didn't. He didn't. No, I got a nice little letter from J.J. Dillon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept that letter. I still have that letter. So it was the last time you talked to Vince before the Hall of Fame. That was probably while you were still WWF Women's Champion then, right? Yes, sir. First time I saw him was when I was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oof. Dang. And, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. It was and, amazing. And he, it, oh, hmm? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was an amazing feeling. It was great. Um, you know what? I'm going to say this. And I, I was telling a friend the other day, too, that through all the trials and tribulations and stuff you know i just there was something about vince i really liked him mm-hmm. i dug him i liked him i mean because him and i never had words we didn't yeah but he was being a business and for whatever reason of course i was let go but okay i didn't take it malicious i didn't feel that it was malicious i right. just thought it was bullshit <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah it. Yeah, it was but yeah um yeah but all right, I never got that big chance to, you know, make that big finish, making that big mark. And always, of course, you want to make that big paycheck one day and stuff. But, I, you know, and what's beautiful is really fast forward is the women today are, I find it very um, beautiful. And I feel like that it is amazing. And I'm really glad they are where they at finally, because this is where their era is, where I was trying to do you know, what I wanted to do and see. But, of course, it was completely different. We don't have, you know, the women don't have the, um, didn't have the access back then like they do now for all the possibilities and, I mean, to promote yourself, you know, and to do well things. It's just amazing and it's so good to see that the girls are able to, you know, you're out there so much more and harder and stronger just because we don't, I didn't have a cell phone way back then. I didn't even have internet. What was that? I had that big ass, you know, really, those big ass phones like Paul E had was was just coming out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I just, I think it's so good to see what has evolved from then and now. Yeah. And I'm just glad that the women are getting paid more. You know, they're they're getting more time, and you know, and right now they don't think it's enough. But mm-hmm. all I can say is. You know, go back 20 years. <laughs> it's amazing what you're doing. You know, not just that, but it's amazing because um, probably in 10 years, they're going to say the same to the girls that are behind them. Oh, you wouldn't believe, you know, you got it so good, you know. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's just a good cycle. It, that's all. It's life. Right, it's yeah. life. You yeah. can't be mad or bitter because somebody is, you know, someone's advancement or they're um, you know, their success, you embrace it, you mm-hmm. encourage it and you, you support it, you know, and that's how I feel. And that's, I just, I love, I love where women's wrestling is now. I would love to see more of a combatic, you know, just more combat because I'm just a brutal bitch in the ring. I would really love to see more contact, yeah. you know, and uh, more ass stretching basically. But, you know, maybe we can, Hopefully that'll come. You know, I right. know there's a, a couple more Japanese girls coming in there, and uh, whew, there's going to be some good matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the mix of girls they got now and the Japanese girls, it's great. Yeah, they got some. They got some great talent right now, and and 
and you mentioned the current generation of women. And with Paige, you guys were going back and forth a little bit on Twitter. Were you, were you just having fun? Or uh... Wait, I mean, Paige and I were having fun at first. We just, I love her to death. I really do. I understand her. I get her. Her mom is amazing. I get along well with her mom and her mom. Excuse me, my mom. mom. And uh, she would say mom. <laughs> and uh, we were having fun at first. And then it kind of got twisted where there could have been a possibility. And then it didn't happen. So, <sighs> um, yeah, I know. Oh, you. I was biting at the I'm like, oh, God, this would be great. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, God, I, I, get, I, get, I want one more match. And I, I can be a super surrogate. No, 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 no. <laughs> if anything, I'd like to have a contract like a Goldberg or Brock and show up once or twice a year and give me my million. That would be I sweet. mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, but give me that guy. Give me that damn gig. Right. You know, how, where is the woman legend that gets to run out and do that crap, right? Yeah, no kidding. No, that's a great idea. That's a great point. <laughs> Let's just stop that right there and give me something else. <laughs> all right. Now, I know you get asked about this all the time, but... Um, no, I don't. No, I don't even know what to tell you. Throwing the, uh, the the women's belt, the WWF women's belt, in the trash. I know Eric Bischoff, you know, uh, really strongly had you do it. Um, but were you surprised uh, that it became such the epic moment that it did of the Monday Night Wars? Anytime they show like clips of the Monday Night Wars, that's always in there. Uh, before you were doing it, did you did you get the feeling that it was going to be something that was uh, that was going to be remembered for such a long time? Ross, that's a really great question, even though you think, you know, everyone feels so bad for asking, but it's one of those, you know, it wasn't the defining moment. You know, I said it was in my speech and that one of the defining moments of my career, but really it, it was, I don't, I don't know how, why I said that, but it, it's not the defining moment mm-hmm. of my career. It was, I got let go and, and it, it, it's the truth. I was disappointed. You know, maybe a little pissed, but disappointed. And I did not go in there saying, you know, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to think of something. I'm going to take my belt. I'm going to throw, throw it in a trash can and WCW, and I'm going to just, just demean it. Or it. I didn't even talk to Eric. I didn't even have any ideas that I would ever work again. I didn't have a job. So that was not a pre-planned idea at all. Like, it went through, you know, wrestling, you know how it is, and the scuttlebutt. All of a sudden, before I was even 24 hours let go, I got a call. Uh, it was Bischoff, and no shit, man. I was <laughs> sitting, on the, sitting on the toilet, got a call. What are you doing, dude? Well, he's been just, you know, tapping a kidney, dude. What's up? So, you know, and he goes, well, are you interested to come back to WCW? Or, I'm like, yeah, what do you got, man? He goes, well, you know, we've been, we work together. We've been friends a long time and uh, I got an idea. I'm like, okay. He goes, you got that belt? I said, what belt? He goes, you still got the title. You know, the belt from WWF. I go, you know what? I do, dude. Why? 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 What's up, Eric? You know, because him and I go way back in AWA days, right? right? right. So he's like, I got an idea. Deuce, why don't you come on this Monday? Real quick. He's like, right around the corner. Here's, this is what I'm offering you. This is what I got. We're going to take it from here and just explode. And I'm like, okay. He goes, uh, bring that belt with you and we'll talk. So I brought the belt and says, dude, this is my idea. I'm like, uh, you know, that's great and everything. I don't care. I said, maybe I might get a pop. And said, if I'm lucky, I, you know, maybe I'll be on the cover of a magazine and I'll get some 
you know, some publicity because I, you know, swimming, sure, I'm getting it. Sure, I'll do it. No big deal. And I said, but Eric, man, I said, uh, I, I got to return that belt. That's Vince's belt. I've got to return it. I said, I need that I need that belt back. He goes, no problem, dude. I'll give it to you. I, no, I mean immediately. So if you want me to drop it in the trash can and in, in an interview, cut a promo, I said, I need that back. He goes, you got it, dude. So we'll be right back in your dressing room. I said, okay. Sure enough, cut the, cut the promo, got it done, came back. Someone from running back, gave me the belt. That was it. I didn't think anything of it. Nothing. I don't even think Eric. I think Eric has said he None of us knew the magnitude. I mean, did not know what it was going to do, cause, or anything. It was just to make a statement. Here you go. Boom. A little mad. Bam. That's it. But I can promise you, if it was Hogan or Macho or somebody, if a dude would have done that, do you know how much publicity and everything they would have gotten? They would have been gone. Right. I don't care what anyone said. No. A woman just didn't do that. So I thought when I did it, I said, you know what? I'm going to stick up for women. And I'm going to, I want to change some shit because, because I was let go. This was after the fact. You know, and I'm thinking, you know, this is the reason why. I need to start a revolution. I need to change this crap. And women aren't just a bunch of, you know, whole bags being thrown around. And I sure the hell ain't going to wrestle in mud. And, you, you know, and they knew I didn't like any of that crap. Yeah. Like barbecue shit and whatever the hell they were doing and, um, all that bikini stuff, I was getting pissed. And then finally they were going, you know, and I noticed what they were hiring, you know, it's just beautiful models that couldn't wrestle. And I'm like, okay, I'm fucking out of here. I'm so out of here. I'm so disappointed. I'm disappointed in the degrading of fucking women and, and what you're doing with them in this business. And again, it's change of the time, different era. And I'm like, you know what, dudes, you need to fucking move on. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, and I said, after almost what, 17, 18 years then, I'm just fucking out of here. And then I said, I'm out. I'm retiring. I'm done. Wrestling, boom. 1999, I got a call from, you know, the monster trucks and said, hey, dudes, you want to drive a truck? And I said, who, the, who is this? Mike Weber, you know, from WCW. I'm like, hey, what's up? You want to drive a truck? I said, no. I may need a job, but I am not driving an 18-wheeler, Weber. What? Why? He goes, no, monster trucks. I said, I've never even seen one. I've never even been to a freaking show. Just like wrestling, you know? I was just like, no. So they flew me out. I test drove. And, dude, it was a perfect marriage and probably one of my better ones. <laughs> and uh, it was just like uh, natural, wah, 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 on the throttle, wah. Man, I was hitting the car. Wow. I come into a freaking pond. Dead bitch turns up and I gag it out. Land on all fours. I'm like, fuck, I am fired before I am hired. All the executives are standing there. I get out of the truck. I said, I'm, look, I'm, I've never driven one. I just had fun. It was kind of a, you know, I was feeling it because I was a dirt, and I love dirt bikes and four-wheelers, and I've got a few Harleys, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, man. I said, man, that's awesome. I go, but I'm really sorry. No, I'm probably, they go, no. Uh, have you ever driven one? And I said, nope. They said, you're hired. <laughs> that next weekend, I was performing in front of 60,000 people, and I never practiced in a monster truck in my life up until, like, you know, maybe three years ago. I had yeah. my first practice in a truck after 17 years of driving. Wow. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. great. So, yeah, again. So is that it, why you, I guess you never really... We went back to wrestling after 1999. Was it the, the monster truck with the, the racing? Because I no, know you sir. want titles no, and everything. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Let's just clear that. No, I was retiring from wrestling because I was disgusted. Mm -hmm. I was disgusted. And I, mean, I will say, I, 
I'm not disgusted with the girls personally because it was a new era. That's where they were going. That's where they were doing. Look what Vince was doing. You know, it's all tits and ass and playboys and muds and bubbles and da 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 And I was like, okay, nothing against the girls personally. Nothing against them. But, you know, 90% of them can, can wrestle. But it wasn't their fault. It was the right time for them, the right era, and that's what they were doing and everything was. And that's okay. It wasn't for me, though. Right. It right. wasn't for me. That's yeah. not, uh-uh. Nope. Nope, and, nope, nope. And, and what you were saying about a woman, uh, you know, doing the, the dropping the belt in the trash, I probably wouldn't have been a big deal with the men. And I was, I was, you know, they were doing some dirty stuff back then, you know, between WCW and WWF. I was surprised that you got so much heat over that when, you know, on WWF, they have the nacho man and they're spray painting his, you know, his hair and, and doing all this stuff. I know. You I got know. you got heat for that. Did you but get did you get heat with the wrestlers it's or like politics? It's just like politics. You know, the same thing. They'll be saying one thing over here so you don't hear what they're fucking really mean and what they want you, <laughs> right. but they'll be shitting flying shit over here. Right. It's just like fucking it's like Democrats you know, did I say Democrats? I did, didn't I? Democrats <laughs> cracks. Yeah. Um Democrats and Republicans, you know, it's the same shit. And then you got them damn liberals in between and there you go. <laughs> but but the thing that surprised me was that you had mentioned that some of the wrestlers got upset with that. You just, just they, think they, they understood. I'm just surprised because they understood how dirty that war was that why would they be upset with you when it's clear that it's, you know, a WCW decision? Oh, come on. Think about it. I can't believe you even asked me that. You, you don't know why you don't know why some of them drank the fucking Kool-Aid. Come on. Why would they do that? Why would they go with it? You know why? And and I'm going to defend them even. Mm-hmm. Even though they're against me, I'm going to defend you. I'm going to tell you why. Because, again, just like anything else, because even, and this still applies today, but it's more of a hush-hush. If you dare to say anything and go against the grain, yeah, you may not have a fucking job. You better be quiet. Right. You cannot speak out of turn out of there, out of this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and out of all due respect, in a lot of different forms and circumstances it's in anything any job any life you want a friend or you're that person you just keep your mouth shut why do you why do you want to put it out public if you don't want it out there or to hurt anything possible unless you're a 100 percent true comedian and you they know you're up on stage just blowing shit left and right well then okay i paid a ticket for you to insult me okay <laughs> but yeah. on the other hand it's not that you've got to have a lot of respect and learn um, I believe in history. History mm-hmm. repeats itself, right? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you're still only 40. You've never heard 41. that. 41. <laughs> no, I, 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 I definitely know that. Yeah. That... Okay. So, no, I definitely do. No, really do. <laughs> I never did it. Don't bitch slap me. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Getting beaten so, down. Um, <laughs> no. Right, no, you're my best friend, bitch. There we you go. You are. There we go. Okay. So, um, so no, I mean, it, I don't know. So they were doing that back and forth. Right. And I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you gotta be careful what you say. Yeah. And, um, it, it's called respect in some way, but defend those guys. And a lot of them did drink the Kool-Aid and Mick Foley will tell you, he's the one that drank the Kool-Aid for years. And he came straight up and he said, I mean, I, I have so much admiration and love and respect for Mick Foley because after all of those years, after all of those years, when he came up and t- talked to me, after I was 
found out and it was out there that I was being inducted, he came up to me and goes, Deuce, I just so want to apologize. Him and I spoke on the phone for, you know, a little bit, quite a bit, a little bit here and there. But before I was being inducted, it was kind of hush-hush. And he said, I just, Deuce, I drank the Kool-Aid, man. He goes, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I just, I drank Kool-Aid, you know, and I said some things. And he goes, but I understand why you did it now. You know, and I just, I almost broke down. I was like, 21 fucking years later, I had to live with this. So all of those years, 20 years, I sucked it up. I freaking kept my mouth shut. And and if you can remember, in those 20 years, I didn't do one damn wrestling signing up until, what, a year ago or two years ago? Mm -hmm. I did my first one. I've only done two or three of them in 20 years. Right. Because I just, you know, I just... I'm I'm one of the boys. I'm an old school type of, it's different breed. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people that would get it are second generation. They know what that is. Even third generation, they get it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not something that you, you know, it's like the handshake. You don't, you, you shake like a, like a flake or, you know, you just really softly and, you know, old, you know, little iggies here and there, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's just some stuff that won't leave wrestling, and it's just, I don't know. But I, did it affect them, though, the ones that did? I understand, because they did. Because if they didn't speak any different, they would have been blackballed. That's what I was getting at, so there. But when you were when you were saying that well, about not doing any signings, uh, you think that wasn't your choice? You're, you're saying like you felt like you were blackballed mm-hmm. from doing that as well? No, no, no. Okay. That was my choice. Okay, gotcha. No, nope. gotcha. You know, I can't. I'm just a very different breed. You yeah. know, when I'm done with something, I'm fucking done with you. You know, and mm-hmm. I stepped away from wrestling. Yeah. I, I did. I just that was it. I'm not that I was mad or pissed at it. I just said, you know what? I just need to move on and reinvent Medusa. Yeah. I need to be an innovator, which I am, and reprogram that and go on. And then I was going to retire from wrestling and do something else. And then I got a call up with Monster Trucks. And, dude, I'm a gearhead. I mean, you know, building Harleys, doing all my shit. And I thought, this is great. I was going to retire and just be, you know, live life and do my whatever. And then I went into that. 17 years later, here I am. The Monster Trucks business and the, um, I'll tell you what, the, 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 at the core of Monster Trucks, the, the people involved that are actually racing and the mechanics and stuff, I mean, they're really good. Good family, Southern, you know, you know, they're good mm-hmm. mentality. Great people, great guys. I mean, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, and, you know. Of course, you have your your little quirks here and there on the road and racing. You throw wrenches at each other, whatever, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, when I first got hired, I told him that, you know, I don't want to be you no know, prima donna. I ain't gonna fly around. I don't want no limos. You know, I want to work on the truck. I want to ride in the semi. Well, be careful what you ask for. I was on the road for the first few years and loading and unloading my truck, putting those big old tires on, train, you know, changing transmissions. Oh, you let me tell you, I worked my ass off. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I had, again, I wanted to prove that, look, that not every, you know, woman's about damn lip gloss and six inch, you know, mm-hmm. you know, CFMs. So, so the CFMs and um, and lip glosses, I wasn't really about all that. I was still a really hardcore athlete, even into the monster trucks, and I brought it there. You know, it's like in the 80s all over again. You know, in the year 2001, 2000, I felt like I was in the 80s of wrestling and how everything worked. Yeah. You know, they just needed direction. They needed, 
you know, they didn't know how to promote uh, their talent. There wasn't any social media for them. There wasn't, you know, I'm like, I, I'd get on there, do interviews. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. Cutting a promo. And they're like, what the hell? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It put asses in seats. It built their stadiums for what they are now. And I'm not taking full credit because I wasn't the, you know, when I first started, I wasn't the greatest driver, but we all started. But I am, as far as the monster trucks, that I, I am the woman only woman that's ever won a world championship in re- in uh, wrestling in racing and freestyle ever that's awesome and um yeah i've held that title for 17 years wow that's awesome I mean, um, too bad we don't have a too bad we don't have a belt i might trash that bitch <laughs> <laughs> i was just kidding i do gotta ask you 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 said how you kind of shut yourself out from from wrestling for for a long period and then all of a yep. sudden you're inducted in the hall of fame and now you're not you're just right there huge weekend right there on stage <laughs> everyone's watching you uh, you know and then you come out at wrestlemania i mean what was that like to get back into it in, in that big of a of of a way? Dude, when I got that call, I was like at, in a I was in a drivers meeting, getting ready to race for this big show in some stadium somewhere, and I was just you know at the drivers meeting, and I get this text, "Hey, Deuce, or Hey, Medusa, this is Mark or Alundra. Do you call me Alundra? I think he did. They're very proper over there, and I like it in some way. It was really cute." Hey, Alundra. Hey, Alundra. Uh, this is Mark from WWE. Could you give us a call as soon as pa- ASAP? I thought, oh, I'm like, what? Is that the first you had you- heard from him since? In 20 years, yeah. Wow. Well, there's a little few things in between, but I'm going to save that for my podcast, my yeah. book, or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. But let me tell you, some juicy shit in between, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, 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 so yeah, I get the text, and uh, he's like, uh Alundra, could you call us as soon as possible? This is Mark. And I thought, oh, my God, what fan got my freaking number, man? This is bullshit. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I'll send about five minutes later, um, Alundra? Question mark. I took, I took snapshots of them, so I still have it. It's cute as hell. It's going in my book. And it says, um, uh, Alundra, this is Mark, WWE. Are, are you there? This is really important. Could you give us a call on his side? All right, who's ribbing me, man? This is this is bunch of shit. Yeah. And I ignored that one again and said, no, really, could you call? This is Mark. This is a shoot. This is whatever he says. I we need to speak to you. And I went, oh man, shit, I owe taxes or something. They probably need my address for taxes. You know, I didn't even say <laughs> right. that's what I thought. I'm not. I'm like, man, okay, that's fine. All right, I'll hit him back. Call. I said, call though. Why can't I just text it? And I think I did. I think I texted him. I said, do you just need my address for taxes or something? <laughs> He's like, call me. And I'm like, okay. So I get out of the driver's meeting. I go in my dressing room and, you know, I'm getting butt-ass naked. And I put on my fire suit. And I'm standing there in my freaking fire suit around my ankles. And I talk to, you know, I call and I put it on loudspeaker and, you know, on speakerphone. And I start talking. I say, yeah, Mark. Uh, Mark. He goes, hi, this is. This is Mark from WWE Talent Relations. How you doing, Alundra? I go, I'm good. What's up? I go, do you need, and that's what I said, do you need my tax info or address for tax? He start laughing. He goes, no. <laughs> he goes, but I do need to ask you a serious question. I went, oh, shit, something happened. And then I thought, oh, God, somebody, you know, God, something happened to Vince or something. Oh, my God, well, I didn't hear about it. And right away, he goes, well, we um, had a big meeting and, uh, 
we would like you to come home. And uh, I, how do you feel about being inducted into the Hall of Fame? I'm not kidding, dude. Yeah. My freaking fire suit fell even deeper down into my ankles. I'm standing there almost butt-ass naked, and I start I'm screaming, like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> this is a joke, right? I don't know. And I swear to God, I said, you're, I'm black ball. They don't want me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He started laughing. He goes, no, it's new times, new generation, new era, Medusa. It's our Alondra. It's no, really. He, he goes, we love you, and we really want you to come back, and it's all good. We, I promise. And I'm like, hmm, wow. This is, and I just thought, wow, this is really nice. You know, I'm thinking, okay, okay, okay. Let's see if it really sinks in if I say yes to them. And, they, you know, maybe they might call me back and say, we changed your mind. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay. So I hang up and I'm just like in shock and I'm about ready to drive a 10,000 pound machine with about 1800 horsepower. I mean, with my adrenaline through the freaking roof. So I just grew big balls and I'm going to go drive a truck cause I'm so freaking ecstatic. And I drove that bitch in one racing that night. Right. And I couldn't say anything. I had the biggest grin from ear to ear. And I'm like, I can't say nothing. My crew chief's like, um, Deuce, you okay? I go, I'm so good. I can't believe I And um, it was the greatest feeling I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget. And then we did all the diligence back and forth in time, what we're going to do and leading up to that. Fast forward, because there's a lot of good stuff in there I'm going to share later. And um, we, um, then I first fast forward again a little bit, you know, met every. I will say this. I will say this, and I mean this on the bottom of my heart. My God, I never, I did, I was so scared. I was so, like, not scared. Okay, yeah, okay, I was scared. I was so scared, like, to even walk in there and go, okay, God, people are going to front me. Oh, God, they're going to just, they're going to diss me. They're going to walk, you know, whisper behind my back. They're going to, like, I'm like, God, I don't know if I want to do this. This is just bullshit. I'm walking into some bad juju. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to do this. Um... And then I got there, and I swear to God, Ross, I never had the most welcoming ever in my life. Everyone was so gracious and so nice. And, yeah, okay, maybe it's because of the Hall of Fame and that is your day. And I mean, but they, they, it changed completely from when I was there. And that when, when I walked back 20-something years later, right, 20 years later, let's call it, I mean, it was night and day. Yeah. It still was nice to me back then, but the 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 the, um, the monster of a machine and the changes were just incredible and breathtaking. And you know, of course, that's when I saw the women, and I thought, oh my god! And those women, I'm I'm talking from the Bellas to even the newbies, mm -hmm. were so gracious and nice. That's what I thought the women would not accept me at all. But, I, you know, maybe they had different, maybe there's some that, you know, were unsure or didn't know who I was or maybe they felt different. But you know what? They did not show it. They did not say it. They they just held their head high. And there was just the greatest group of women. And I was so happy to see that. The camaraderie in there was good. And um, I was just so pleased. You know, of course, I probably I probably could have birthed all of them. But, you know, still, <laughs> I'm talking about age-wise, you know. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there. I That's just thought awesome. it was awesome. And then 
the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me that night was running into Vince and Natty's introduction speech, the, you know, just really led and made the platform for mine. Yep. Very grateful. Very, I'm so grateful for Natty. I'm so grateful. Natty's got to be one of the most amazing women that I met in that era, in this era. And a woman that was is so grounded and so just embedded into, into for to her integrity, her family, her beliefs. And a lot of people should take note with her. And she's just a really good role model. Yeah. And just, yeah, I mean, it, it just warms my heart. And I do have to tell you this. Everyone's probably wondering, oh, I got so many good ones. I can't tell you all, but I'm going to tell you one. Do you know, I really loved Bree. Bree is like, I, I called her my little hippie child because she was just so, she was like me and love, peace, world. And, you know, mm-hmm. let's, not right. pollute, let's not pollute. I got my own garden. And it was just so, she was so breathtaking. Um, they are good girls. They really are. Yeah. They are. You can, you can hate them if you want, but they're just, you know, you can't hate them just because right. you just, you know. And Nikki, I love her little fucking fire, man. She's just, she was so cute. You know what she said? No, I ain't going to say No, I'm no, not going to no, say No, what'd you say? You no, brought it up. God. You got to say it now. No, bullshit. No, come no, on. So come cute. on. Nope. That's... It's so cute. What she, oh my God. I don't you dare. Okay. What's your next question? Like you've been probably one of my, you know, one of my most entertaining interviews that I've had. And so why, why did it take you so long to get into podcasting? You're so funny. Oh, thanks. but thanks for the nice rub. I thank you. <laughs> and, um, um, well, listen, I'm just gonna, okay, I will share one little secret with you. And my fucking, my executive team's probably gonna be clinching right now, like, God, stop telling everybody everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why well, isn't you that nice? Bitch, it isn't that nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't know. Wait, why did I get a podcast? Well, okay. So, I mean, really, I mean, I was beating myself up. I was like, I ain't doing this. There's no way. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. No. Okay. God, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Oh, no one's going to listen to me. Who gets two shit? You know, whatever. I, what do I got to say? I'm like, oh, my God, I have lots of road stories. I've got lots of everything. And then I just, you know, and then I thought, nope, I don't want to do it. Uh, God. I was beating myself up so bad about this podcast. I mean, I was saying, I mean, oh my. I was supposed to do launch my first podcast like eight months ago, mm-hmm. wow. and I didn't. Yeah, I just didn't. But you know why? Because I'm that. What am I again, Raj? I'm an innovator. I'm a thinker. I said, okay, if I'm going to do something, this net okay, my third career in life. <laughs> I'm just not going to do a podcast to do it to talk because people want to hear my fucking voice or want to hear my, you know, whatever. Um, I want to do it with substance. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone wants to shock jack people. I don't. I'm, I don't want to shock jack. What I got to say is, you know, I'm sorry, but if that just shocked you, that shit was true. <laughs> you know, yeah. just because I'm a girl and this is the times and this is the times to shine, baby. I have had, you know, 34 years bottled up. I got a lot to fucking say. And guess what? It, yes, it's a podcast about woman empowerment. Yes, it's going to be about strong women, but it's going to be about men and women and children and and butterflies and butterflies and peace signs and you know it's going to be about good food it's a, it's going to be about sex it's going to be about you know but you know what the most important thing with all of that collaborate I'm just putting all that together it's going to be on the perspective of a woman's view mm-hmm. and yeah people are like oh god here we go women's movement here we go no this is not about pink hats and pussies on your head this is about 
Um, you're tracking right. Feel what I'm saying? No, right? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So it's it's um it's about having you know maybe some dude on, you know, some male wrestler, and then having his ex-wife on the next week mm-hmm. <laughs> because. We've never had that other flip side. Right. You know, people are going to listen to it, but they're going to hear, okay, Deuce is going to do that. We're going to, we're going to, you know, I'm going to make a bet. We're going to see how many people, other podcasts, which are all men, basically, um, except two high fives and two kudos to whoop, whoop, Lillian Garcia. Right. Yeah. And to Renee Young, her, their two podcasts, which are cute and different, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, not wrestlers, but yeah, you're the first women's wrestler to and trailblazer was the, the, the a word I was trying to think of earlier, earlier, but yeah, controversial yeah. creating gender defending. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, Title so, drafting, <laughs> you know, so, um, hall of famer. And so, yeah. And, uh, it needs to be done. It needs the spoken words need to be spoken. So and, you're going to uh, have guests. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. The, the podcast is not about bashing. I just, you know, if they, someone else wants to bash and talk about people, that's fine. I may reel them in or reel them back, but you know, it's not about bashing people or you know trying to dig up some shit on people or anything like that. These are just things and facts and stories. And you know, if somebody wants to come on and rebuttal from what someone else has said, okay, yeah. So that just answers your question. Am I going to have guests? Yeah, maybe intermittently. I'm going to have some. You know, then I'm, you're going to listen to my pie hole for a fucking hour. Okay, great. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then I've got another twist, and I'm not going to say either. And um, I've got uh, something else I'm going to do in a platform podcast. Um, you know, you just, you never know. Yep, yep, yep. And so how will people be able to find the podcast? You're so, you're so sweet. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me. They can... Okay, yeah, okay, bye. No, okay. Oh, you can see me at. <laughs> no, I, got, I still got a couple more questions after we talk about the podcast. Okay, no, no, you know what? I can talk for hours, dude. That's, I don't know what that is. You know what? And I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't drink. Well, I can't say I have a glass of wine once in a while. And I don't do drugs. I'm just, I've always been like this. It's just weird. I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's my ADDHHH. And no, don't you all go out there. You shouldn't say that because some people really have some disease. Like, you know what? Give me a fucking break. Right. I'm not putting anybody down i was talking about me because i do so there uh and then um and then ocd and all that stuff i do it kicks in so maybe that's the adrenaline that i have but i was i have been gifted and you know thank god and i mean literally thank you god for giving me life that's all it is i have life mm-hmm. if people want to know what life is call me <laughs> it's working <laughs> i love it this yeah. is i i love it but anyway, you can go to, um, and here I am. Look, there's a squirrel. See, there's my ADH. Okay, so um, you can go to Medusa.com, M-A-D. That's M-A-D-U-S-A. Made in the USA, baby.com. Now, it's just Medusa.com. Um, and then it's like Medusa Rocks. It's Medusa, M-A-D-U-S-A underscore rocks. Like Twitter, Instagram. Um, and then there's Facebook. Um, website i just told you and then my cell number is um <laughs> you, you thought you're like no way don't say that it's like we and, gotta blur um, that out uh with your induction when you did the when natty brought the trash can out and you you pulled a belt now was that something that you would natty planned uh the day of or had you been thinking about doing that for a while <clears throat> okay can i ask you a question sure before i answer yeah please and will you please 
please, please, please tell me the truth. Sure. Okay. All right. See, did you hear everybody? He said he was going to tell the truth. He's not drinking the Kool-Aid. So when you, did you see it? Yeah. Okay. You saw my speech. Right. Okay. All right. So when that happened, the trash can came out and I started wailing on all the different things that were coming out. What was your initial thought? Go. Uh, WWE's idea to do the trash can with the, the belt. That was my initial thought. Okay. Okay. That was your, okay. That was your thought. But what was your initial thought? Like, Oh shit. Like what was your initial feeling? Uh, I thought, I mean, as a, as a big fan of wrestling in that era, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a really cool moment. You did. Really, yeah. Okay. All right. You didn't think, oh God, that's what a bitch, what a classless bitch or anything like that. No, no, not at, no, not at all. I don't, why would someone think, I, I don't even know why someone would think well, that. Well, you'd be surprised what I've been called. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classless bitch is probably one of the best ones. Yeah. Okay. So, um. <laughs> And that's not even bad. It's or something. But uh, so the whole trash thing. Now, listen to this. This has got to be, this is what I mean. We're going to back up a few minutes here. When I said WWE is that epic right now and why they, and, and how they treated me and how everything was so smooth. I had the greatest experience. I swear to God, I had the, that was probably one of my biggest wonderful times in wrestling was this whole experience of the induction of Alundra. It should be like a little documentary we should do is just about the, the induction of, should I say abduction or induction? No, induction of Alundra. <laughs> so um, that would be cool too. Anyway, so um, the uh, trash can incident. So when they called me and I got a call from Mark, they said, hey, uh, hey, Alundra, this is Mark. Oh, we're just wondering, we need to start teasing out there who's coming. We're not going to tell them or do whatever. Um, can you just think of something and take a picture of yourself or no, can you take a picture of the belt and just send it to me so we can tweet it out or we start hitting it. And I'm like, okay, but can I be creative or do anything? He said, yeah, sure. Do whatever. Just send it. He goes, I just got to get it approved. I said, all right, cool. All right. Peace out. And so I thought, okay, I'm going <laughs> to, I went and got that belt. And by the way, that belt's been in a safe for almost 20 years. Wow. Yep. In the, in the same black velvet bag that it came in. So I said, all right, I'm getting home. Safe I went, got the belt. It was a very beautiful, nice, sunny day. <laughs> Excuse me. And I thought, okay, that's it. I'm grabbing the trash can. I'm going over here under my pergola. I'm going to put the trash can here. I'm going to get in my nice swimsuit, get some nice pair of CFMs. They were pink. Now you're going to slowly know what that is. And then um, I'm going to put them on, put my feet up on the trash can. I'm going to put the belt hanging halfway in. And I'm just going to take a picture of my legs and my feet with the belt in the trash can. I think that's funny. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, fuck, they're not going for that shit. That's like, they're going to think I'm slapping them in the face. But I'm thinking, God, this is so humor. I hope they have humor now, right? I sent it to him. Mark said, this is the best. Hold on. He comes back. He goes, it's approved. I said, what? He goes, yep, it's already going out. I said, no, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. All of a sudden, boom. And it was just like overnight. It's like, are you kidding me? Do you remember that picture at all? So anyway, it's like um, 
it was the, the biggest thing. And so they okayed that. And then, and then comes the night. And that day, I'm okay. I'm writing. I'm writing. I wrote my wrote the speech, and I'm you know just kind of you know just adamant on just making it perfect. And of course, you overdo it and you overthink, and then finally it. And so I sat in here. Okay, this is where I need to do something right here in the speech. I need to make this real. I need to let them know that I mean I find humor in this shit, and I'm you know I went on in life, and it's just it is what it is, and let's just have a good time here, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm gonna. I'm going to, I want to get a trash can. I'm going to put moments in my life in there and I'm going to re, re, retract, retrash the thinking here and just say, look, these are the things I liked and didn't like and too bad and boom, boom, boom. And built me up to here and screw you, screw this. And let's do that. So I came to him and I said, is it okay if I do this? And there was, his name was Tom, the right Tom is amazing. He's the greatest writer or whatever. So I said, Tom, here's my speech. Here's my idea. Can we please get a cheap ass, just one of those silver trash cans? I said, I want to put, a pair of, I want to put a bikini in there. I want to put some fucking barbecue sauce in there. I said, and then the belt, and then the belt's going to be last. And he said, what are you going to do? I said, dude, here it is. Read. And I gave him the idea. And he goes, this is fucking phenomenal. This is the best I've ever, this is great. He goes, you, you need to run this by Mark. I said, oh shit. I go, okay. He was cool on the picture. Maybe he'll, he goes, I don't know, but this is really good. You might want you, it's going to have to be approved by Vince. I went, oh, okay, it ain't going to happen. Oh, God, he hates me for the, just the belt incident. He ain't going to do let me do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was so pissed off because they just dissed fucking JR, and I love JR. And I said, you know what? And I hated the barbecue. I can't even remember at that time. You know, even now, just whoever the booker was at that time, it's nothing against the bookers. I just hated being in bikinis and fucking barbecue matches, right? And it's like, that's so degrading. That's when I was saying, I'm out of here. This shit's changed. This is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. Yeah. So, and then, of course, we got wind that Vince was, you know, going to be taking over WCW. And I got scared because I own and trademarked the Medusa name. And I said, he ain't taking this shit over. Can take my name. I'm out of here, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, I was smart left before he took over. So, um, yeah, went to Mark, told him the thing. He goes, wow, you're digging deep there. And you know, I need to go to Vince on this or something. I'm like, yeah, I know, but Tom said to ask you. And I, uh, I go, nah, forget it. He goes, no, just let me run it by him. <laughs> and he comes back and he's like, <laughs> he goes, I don't know. He goes, Alundra. He goes, Vince said, go for it. Nice. I said, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, no problem. Go ahead, do what you want. I'm like, oh my god, you're fucking kidding me. He goes, no. And then so I ran a buy him and all that, and then they fast forward it, and all of a sudden, about a couple of days later, whatever, I get a I get a, a text from Mark. He goes, look at your new T-shirts. I'm like, what? I get a T-shirt? He goes. Yes, you're a Hall of Famer. You get a T-shirt. I go, they're going to sell them, or are you just making one to give me? <laughs> I'm like, you know, oh, that's really nice. Thanks. And uh, he goes, no, take a look at your T-shirt. So I pop it open. I look, and I, I'm not kidding. I, I fainted almost. I nearly fell backwards. I took, I took one look at that T-shirt, and I never, I never laughed so hard in my. I said, are you kidding? I said, I said, is that a. Um, like a uh, pirate shirt that people are selling or something? Is that because that's a really that's I don't I said whose shirt is that? He goes our art department come up came up with that. We made that. 
I said, you're kidding me. You have a trash can on the front of a T-shirt with my belt hanging over saying the Lunderblade WWE staff. <laughs> and they said, no. He said, they, Vince, everyone approved it. They thought it was great. And I thought, oh, my God, that has got to be. And all of a sudden, I knew right then and there, I said, WWE gets it. It was awesome. Yeah. They, why not capitalize on something that wasn't, you know, and I think he really, found, you know, believed and found out, you know. You know, and just said, look, I, it wasn't malicious or I didn't know. It wasn't going towards, you know, WWE at that time. It was about me and equality. And I needed to put money and put food in people's mouths. And uh. <laughs> So it wasn't that. So it was just kind of mixed. And, of course, you know, I remember Vince, did, you know, he was very disappointed. And he took it to heart and it hurt him. And I'm sure. And I, But I think it because it was a man thing you know it's just it was just his ego and it got and i didn't mean to it wasn't to him directly at all and he knows this now but and anyway so it was my idea and i I don't need to take credit for it i just didn't even think it would fly but it was my stories i was when i say bikini i hated it Mm -hmm. and i was and i loved jr so much when i pulled out the barbecue sauce because it was like a you know here i didn't hated these damn matches and hey jr that's a nice, <laughs> that's some good barbecue sauce, right? Because it is. It's yeah. nice. And then came the whatever, the belt. And then that's when I said to myself in my speech. Now, they could have told me no on that whole speech. Tom said, you're okay. You're cleared. You run with this whole thing. I said, there's no changes? He said, no. I said, you're kidding me. And I go, but can you check the wording? Is everything okay? I was worried about details, right? And, no, is this to make sense? And he goes, it's fine. He goes, I have nothing to change. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So, dude, I have never again. That was this most memorable almost time of my life compared to wrestling at you know, yeah, Madison Square Garden for WrestleMania 10 and another time and you know whatever. But yeah. So hopefully that answers your question yeah. 20 minutes later. <laughs> that's that really that completely answers it. But that's well, I'm really looking forward to your podcast. You've been an outstanding guest. And it ain't your mama's podcast every Wednesday at 8 p.m. March. Podcast, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me. And I am really looking forward to talking to you and speaking with you. Excuse me. Sir, thank you so uh, much. And uh, I'm very grateful. All right. Thank God you. Bless you. Take God care. bless you. Thank you. All you right. Too. Bye. Bye.